Hi everyone and welcome to episode 2 of Transformations with Jane. Thanks for listening again today and thank you to all the people who have subscribed to my podcast. If you haven't already, you can do that in iTunes or on Stitcher. Just search for Transformations with Jane and you'll be able to subscribe there and then you won't miss an episode which will be awesome. You can catch up with everything <laughs> I've been um, updating. So uh, yeah, I'd just like to give a little shout out to some of my uh, followers and friends who have been egging me on because actually it is quite scary doing this and it's been uh, quite a confronting sort of exercise to actually record my own voice and put it out there for you all. So thank you to Helen Iwata to Jackie Miyabayashi and to some of my other uh, online friends, uh, to Victoria from Biku Designs and to Joanna from the Tokyo chapter as well. And if I've missed your name, uh, I'm sorry, but thank you so much for all your support. Please let me know and I'll give you a shout out in the next episode or the one after. <clears throat> so today uh, we're talking about uh, my word of the year and how that is affecting what I'm doing so far. So stay tuned. So today we are talking about uh, your word of the year. What is your word of the year? So this year, it's, well, this year is 2018, and I have chosen the word faith for my word of the year. So for me, that means, uh, that word faith means having faith in myself and my abilities, having confidence that I can do things, um, that I can try new things, that I am enough uh, in this state that I'm in at the moment, um, and so that I can get keep momentum going and move forward with the projects and things that I've started over the last year with my new uh, business doing uh, tr retreats for women and with helping women, uh, especially Japanese women, with their, um, you know, building a life that is more free or more what they're wanting. So I had to overcome this sort of self-doubt and I thought by using the word faith I could tap into my intuition more and which is sort of different from listening to the that voice in your head which is constantly, often constantly saying um, you're not enough, you're not good enough, what do you know, who do you think you are to help people. Um, do you have a voice like that in your head? I know I do. Um, so if we can sort of tune that out for a minute and tune into your intuition, um, you can find that often you will know what to do and what's best for you right now. So for example, this podcast, yeah, um, I've had to really tune into this word of faith whilst uh, go going about making this podcast. So it may from the outside it may look like I've just breezed through it all and it just appeared on iTunes like magic and all of that um, beautiful graphic was made with no problem whatsoever <laughs> um, it definitely wasn't that easy and it was um, 
a confronting sort of exercise to go from the written word of just having a blog to actually putting myself there in spoken word um, and yeah making my podcast available for anyone who wants to listen to it yeah and that was scary for me to put myself out there like that I decided that I needed to get through that get over that by just taking some action and just doing it and by having faith that I could do this in whatever form I'm able to at this present time so here we are here I am in my little makeshift recording studio at my mother's house in New Zealand (laughs) recording today. Um, You may have seen photos of me on Instagram in my, um, I'm using air quotes here, recording studio. It's our closet Um, and I'm sitting here with the jackets and the, on a pile of old curtains. It's quite comfortable but it's the quietest place in the house so I thought it's the place I could get the best sound for this podcast. But it works, yeah. It's not perfect. It's not glamorous at all, but it works. And yeah, so I'm just having faith that I can create um, a podcast. And I've promised I'm going to do 10 episodes and then we'll see what happens next. So um, one thing I like to do with this word faith is to use it in a daily question. And the daily question is, What does having faith look like to me right now? So every day I try to do this before I start working for the day and I will sit down at my computer. I'll go into my uh, mastermind group and I will write my answers in the mastermind group. This gives me the accountability that I need um, to actually do it. Otherwise it won't happen. And I know that the mastermind leader and my coach is actually waiting to hear from me about this um, because we've discussed that this is what I need to do in order to set my day off on the right path so that I'm doing the right things rather than doing what my um, irrational mind is telling me, oh, you should be doing this. Look what she's doing. You're not doing that. Why don't we go and do that too? Um, your Instagram photos aren't good enough. Go and, you know, go and obsess about that instead of actually making something yourself. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, starting off with this question really helps me to, to tune into that intuition that I just mentioned before. Um, what would feel really good today? It would be, um, so for example, I'll think about it right now. <clears throat> Faith to me looks like Um, spending one hour on this podcast that's enough yeah I don't want to be here all day doing it one hour is enough and it also looks like um, spending some time with my mother today because she's not so busy with her work so this is a great chance for us to have some time together and it also looks like me being finished with my work by two o'clock because I want to have a little bit of time to wind down, maybe just reading a book or just even just lying on the sofa looking at the ceiling, <laughs> just doing uh, nothing much before I go and pick up my kids from school. Because from sort of 2.45 when I pick up my daughter um, and my son, it's their time and I want to be present for them in that time. So I try to keep my work to when they're at school and if absolutely necessary I will do some when they've gone to bed but I try to keep that time as my time as well so that's how I use um, the faith question and 
it really does help me to set myself on a really good course for the day. Um, it That word, having faith, is also um, helps me to look out for when I'm leaning towards my perfectionist tendencies. And I think a lot of us have these tendencies where um, we let the perfect be the enemy of the good. So we don't do anything because we can't do it perfectly. And it's not about being perfect. Perfectionism is not about being perfect. It's about um, being scared, basically, to do anything. And we use that as an excuse to not do anything. So if I'm just having faith in myself that I can do it to a level of of good, you know, good, or maybe it's even great, maybe it's fabulous, but to an acceptable level for me, whatever that might be, then I can take a step forward. Whereas if I'm just leaning on the perfectionist crutch and just saying, oh, well, I can't do it perfectly. I can't do it as good as, um, you know, so-and-so who's been podcasting for five years. I'm not going to even bother. Then it's basically fear talking there. And fear doesn't help you to do anything. It, it basically just, it's well, it protects you, but, um, you know, it's protecting me from what? From recording my voice um, and releasing it into the internet. You know, that's that's really nothing, nothing that's going to um, get me killed, generally, <laughs> I need to, that I need to worry about in that sort of form. So, yeah, this focusing on faith really helps me to, to stop um, that, those perfectionist tendencies coming out and to appreciate what I have done because I have released a podcast. People are listening to it, apparently. So somebody must like it and that's great and that's enough. So, um, yeah, I also noticed that um, you know, having this word of the year as an overall theme for the year can, can really help with the direction of your year. And so last year, my word was connect. Yeah, because I felt I was quite isolated where I live, which is in northern Japan, after several, uh, maybe it's two and a half hours by very slow train um, north of Tokyo. And there are not many other foreign English speaking women like myself there. And so I really felt, yeah, I need to find my tribe of of women where are they because they're not necessarily living here where I am so yeah last year the word connect really helped me to make that a priority throughout the year and so by the end of the year I'd met so many new people I'd made lots of online friends I'd met new people in person and I felt great yeah I felt like I had found my my place in the in Japan in on the internet everything yeah so that was a really great word for me last year because it helped me to get over myself and my um, my my belief, a sort of a core belief that I had um, cultivated since being a, a small child that I'm not good at making friends or I'm not outgoing, um, that I'm an introvert and introverts don't don't do things like that. Um, so it was just a matter of building confidence in that area by taking one step out of that comfort zone. To meet new people and then doing it again and again and yeah I built up the a lot of confidence over the year and now meeting new people um, excites me it doesn't scare me and there's a difference isn't it it's almost the same feeling excitement and fear but uh, another very wise word 
from I think it's Gay Hendricks is that you know fear is just excitement without the breath yeah <laughs> so anyway yeah turning that fear of meeting new people into excitement last year was really great so I also have um, a word of the month so you might think of me as a bit of a word of the year month geek but um, this month so we're in March 2018 at the moment and so this month I've chosen the word impact and this word just came to me like um, just out of the blue and I just knew that this is the word I need to use this month um, because I want this little podcast to have an impact whether it's on two people or ten people it doesn't really matter um, but if one person can get something out of it, then I think that's really great. So having an impact um, with this podcast is my goal for this month. So for me, that means taking the steps to um, let people know that it's available. And you can help me out there as well. So if you have any friends who you think would really like this podcast, uh, please share it with them. It's very easy to share from iTunes or whatever you use to listen to your podcast. So make sure you share out your favorite episode or let them know that it's available, I'd be really thankful. So that was my, that's my word for this month. And yeah, it's going well so far. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited at how this is going. And, you know, I've been doing a few interviews. So in the next few episodes after this, we're going to have a few interviews with, with different women who have who either live in Japan or have a connection with Japan and also talking about um, transformations in their lives and things that you know the topics that are very um, interesting to all of us so that's where we're going with the podcast over the next few episodes so I hope you'll look out for those episodes as they come up every second week So I just wanted to tell you a story about how this word faith helped me with a challenging situation I had uh, recently. So for those of you who know me, you may have seen that I've been training for my first half marathon since late last year. And I decided that I would enter my first ever race uh, since high school, you know, where you are made to run in the cross country or you're made to do those, you know, take part in the school sports day. And I was always that kid who was last or tried to get out of it by being sick because I was terrible at running. And, and my friends and I would always laugh and joke about who would be last and uh, we'd always sort of say it was either going to be me or this other person or whatever so it was always one of the well, it was always that kid you know far behind everybody else on race day and that kind of stuck with me and I really wanted to vanquish that by taking like because I've been doing running for a couple of years now and I thought well you know maybe it's time to vanquish this um, teenage uh, drama and move on from that and why not take part in a half marathon that's that's a fair sort of distance. It's 21 kilometers, I think. And so I decided to take part in the one here in the town where my mother lives, which is called the Buller Gorge Marathon. And it is such a beautiful course. So if there's any any marathon that you're going to take part in, 
then this is the one because it, it's just so beautiful. You're running through this really lush sort of forest. It's on the road, um, but it's beside this beautiful river. And yeah, it's just a really great um, event to take part in. And so I thought, yeah, I'm going to do that. And so we made a trip out to New Zealand happen at exactly the time when the marathon would be on so that I could join the half marathon. So I'm training and I even brought on my own coach. And if you're listening, Hayley, hey, how's it going? Um, so my amazing coach, Hayley, um, she's been helping me get through the mental game of training for one of these events. So because I'd never done it before, I was psyching myself out before I'd even gotten started. So I was like, oh my God, I cannot run 21 kilometers. You know, I can only do five and I struggle at that. And um, she really helped me to see, right, it's the training that it makes it possible to, for you to do the race. It's not about the race. It's about the training. So let's focus on that. So I did that and I was amazed. You know, I went from running five to running 10 and then from running 10 to I did 14. And I was so proud of myself because, you know, that is an impressive distance, you know, 14 kilometers. And so, yeah, I went from being the kid back in high school who was last on cross country day to someone who could run 14 kilometers and I was so excited and really looking forward to my race and we went away for new year uh, to my parents-in-law's house and I was training while I was there as well and even I got up and I would go for a run um, in the middle of the sand fields down where they live and um, everything to keep my training going for this race um, that was coming up and then I was going skiing and I was doing all this great stuff. And then I got back home after the holidays and I got this rash on my back and it started to be really painful. And I was like, oh my God, I've got the shingles. How did this happen? Because I thought I was doing really well. And then suddenly it was like I flew into this wall because um, <laughs> I thought I was flying, you know, I was training. I was feeling really fit and really, really good, the best I've ever felt. And then suddenly I wasn't. And I was such a shock to go from feeling really good to just having no energy and to being in a lot of pain as well from these shingles, yeah. And I went to the doctor and I said, oh, come on, I'm training for this half marathon. And he's like, no, you're not. <laughs> You've got the shingles. You're not doing anything. Um, so he said, you know, two weeks off. And I was like, oh, I cannot have two weeks off. Like, And he's like, you need to have two weeks off. And I was like, okay, so... I really, really struggled. I was so disappointed because I knew that, you know, in two weeks you can lose quite a lot of ground that you've already, you know, very hard won ground, yeah? But I thought, okay, well, I'll give it two weeks. It wasn't two weeks. It was more than two weeks. It was more like a month before I felt um, like I had the energy to even leave, sort of leave the house, <laughs> um, let alone go and run five or ten kilometers. So... I was really, really struggling um, with this thing that had just happened to me. So um, this word faith, yeah, that I'd chosen for the year was coming in really handy because I really had to sort of look inside myself and say, okay, um, and my coach Haley said this to me as well, you know, maybe this is not your race, yeah. This is not going to be the triumph that you imagined, but that's okay because there will be other races. And let's just, let's just accept that and see and what it is what it is and that was very very hard to accept because already in my mind I had built up this race to be this triumphant crossing the finish line in style 
looking really awesome not you know sort of the person who stump half stumbles across the line and collapses yeah I was going to run across that line um, with my arms up and I checked the crowd was going to cheer <laughs> this was how I'd imagined myself and so now I'm sitting in my little kotatsu you know what a kotatsu is the heated coffee table in Japan that we have to keep our feet warm in winter I'm sitting in there feeling miserable and can barely drag myself out for a walk so yeah I had to come back to this word what does having faith look like now so um, so I tried and I tried and I battled and even some of the, the lovely lovely women that I coach um, as well said to me um, this is this is not your race Jane but that doesn't mean that there won't be other races and e you'll do even better next time and so I had so much support around me from friends and even from my clients who were um, reverse coaching me that was really wonderful um, so anyway after a lot of uh, being frustrated and really feeling very disappointed I just had to let it go and in the end something popped up and that thing was that um, so I'd let it go that I wasn't going to be able to uh, take part in the race and do my triumphant finish. Yeah, it was going to be either I didn't do it at all or I was just going to do it and see how I went. And then um, my sister came out of the woodwork and said, well, why don't you go in a, in a relay team? I'll see if there's someone who wants to have, uh, who needs an extra person. Maybe there's a team that's lost a runner and you could really help out there. And I was like, yes. That's what I want to do. So the relay is um, 10.5 kilometers or something each person runs. And so that adds up to a marathon. And um, it's a way that lots of people can take part in the marathon without actually having to run the full distance. So I, so my sister put it out there and one of her good friends very quickly piped up and said, that'd be awesome. So I joined this really cool group of, um, there were four women and we we ran our marathon and it was actually really fun because I'd never ever taken part in a race like that before it was really fun to be part of a team and to be supporting each other and to know that they were out there and they had my back and that if I needed something while I was on the course they would come along and help me um, because they were allowed to follow um, sort of along beside you for some of it uh, in a car so you're not out there on your own because it is really lonely when you're out there on the course with kilometers in front of you um, to go. So I actually got to take part in the end and I was lucky I got to run the last um, the last 10 kilometers which um, passes in front of where my mother actually lives and she and my sister and my two kids were sitting out the front with their signs and then my kids had signs saying go mummy and they waved and it gave me such a boost for the last kilometer to the finish line. Um, it was a really hot day and I've never, I've not run in such hot weather for a long time so I wasn't at all ready for that um, and I ran last so by the time it was my turn to run I was like oh my god I've got no fuel in my tank to run I've used up all of my my energy cheering for everybody else and being all nervous about my run so but I did it I got to the finish line and we ran across that finish line together as a team which was illegal and we're not really supposed to do that either but we did it and we had a blast and so in the end I think you know it was a long convoluted way to the finish line um, but I got there and yeah I got there with a team of with uh, you know three really cool women who who helped me get across that line which I probably would have seriously struggled if I tried to do 
the half marathon alone yeah just me out on the course so yeah that was a really really hard learning experience but having that word of faith and having uh, my supporters around me saying come on you can do something else something else will come up let's just let it be what it is and it worked out fine in the end so that was um a very long convoluted story about me attempting to have faith i don't think i was particularly successful and that's the thing um i did try but yeah we can only get better at these things yeah so how about you have you let go of something and it really actually helped in the end to get what it was that you wanted whereas you know resisting and being frustrated didn't actually work yeah i'd love to hear about your stories too well that's all for um, this episode today thanks for listening this far if you enjoyed this episode please i would just really love it if you could give me a five star rating uh, in the itunes app or on stitcher and write a review tell people what you thought and yeah if you could share it with your friends that would be really really helpful thank you so much and another little thing i'd love you to do is if you do have a word of the year and you'd like to um, tell me about it then just tag me on instagram i'm jane nakata on instagram or come over and say hi on facebook and tell me about your word of the year or word of the month if you're going to give that a try And I hope you'll tune in again soon for my next episode. Thanks for listening today. Bye.